Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Stress. <laughs> stress. How much stress do you feel like you, I guess, experience on a daily basis, on a regular basis? If you had to gauge and and put a number on it from zero to ten, zero being no stress, ten being you're having a panic attack or you are just stressed out of your mind, where would you where would you get rate yourself? Uh I'm I'm questioning because I I've you know, if you're a fan of the show, if you've listened to to you know, even if this is your first listen to the Johnny King show, I'm often you know, looking at my own behaviors, looking at my own experience, connecting it with potentially, hopefully with yours, um, seeing if I can help, you know, bring things out that maybe were in your blind, blind spots by using myself as a guinea pig. So I have no qualms in discussing, I'd say, most of my shortcomings. I say most because I'm, sure <laughs> I'm sure there's blind spots that I have where I would be less comfortable but that uh, said, when it comes to stress, I typically feel a consistent, like, under underlying sense of stress. And so when I look at that, I'm like, why do I feel this way? <laughs> and it's usually financial stress. It's stress uh, pressure I put on myself to to perform, to to you know ensure that. You know, someday in the future, whenever that last day comes, that last breath comes, I look back at my life and and say that I have lived, not lived well, um, lived on purpose. You know that that my that my life had a purpose, and I think if you're someone who's listening to this type of of this type of podcast, I'm sure you read similar books, and you're 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 out looking for what is your mission and your purpose in life, right? So. In, in at least looking at my life and seeing if I can make any uh, connections with you and your experience as you're listening to this, I think about stress and there's there's times I'm like, why am I choosing to give my power away? And it's so pervasive at times that like I believe I don't have a choice or that it's just like, this is just the way that it is. I'm always, always stressed. But when I really think about it, there are there, I'm having more moments, especially as I've been getting into to meditation a lot more this past year. Um, this past year? This year. Yeah, this year that has passed. You know, the past year. 2021, I, I f- have experienced, you know, moments where I really am just, I'm in the moment. And when, I'm, when I am feeling grateful, when I am feeling love, when I'm feeling... Um, a sense of abundance. There's very little lack. There's very little uh, fear. There's very little stress. Okay. So if I can do that, if I can lay down, uh, <laughs> which is what I like to do, I wouldn't recommend it 
uh, with your meditation if you fall asleep, but I, I tend to stay awake. But I, as I lay down to do my meditation in the pitch blackness of my room, um, if I'm able to let go of stress by connecting with the present moment, then why does my default bring me back into stress? You know what I mean? So as I'm thinking about this and, and you know, obviously thinking it out loud, I think if, if you and I, if you experience, um, let's say, gosh, a four or maybe higher, maybe six or seven. For some of us, we have, and I've had clients over the last decade plus who say, I'm, I'm, on, I'm always in stress. Like my job is a high stress demanding job. I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, and if you have a job where you are constantly <laughs> stressed, that's going to, it's going to, it's going to wear on you, you know? And, uh, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but it's something to look at because a lot of people will say, well, I don't have a choice. You know, I have to have this job to pay the bills or this is what I went to school for or whatever the case might be. The truth is you always have choice. The moment you begin thinking and lying to yourself that you don't have choice, uh, well, that's that's the beginning of you giving away your power to being like a victim to your environment, right? So could you leave? Yes. Would there be repercussions? Absolutely. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because I realize I run certain patterns that keep uh, a low, low to mid range of stress on me at all times, most of the time. And what I'm really looking to break is that. <laughs> now, there is a certain amount of, mm, I guess, stress, you could, I'm sure, resistance, uh, pressure that I think is, is important. For instance, you know, I watched a, a documentary on Netflix a month or two ago about uh, men that, that spent a year, almost a year, I think, up in the International Space Station, right? And they wanted to see what happened. And one of the dudes had an identical twin who was also, also an astronaut <laughs> uh, who had retired before him, but they wanted to see what, you know, if there was any differences between their, you know, genetics and their body composition, one who stayed on Earth and one who spent a year up in, you know, zero gravity. And of course, the people who spend any length of time up in space without the resistance, the pull of gravity, their body atrophies, their muscles shrink, their bones lose density. So they're doing a lot of research because if we're going to, if we're going to, you know, be spending until we figure out how to get through space in a lot faster rate, you know, which I'm sure at some point this is long before, you know, oh, I should say long after any of us will probably be alive. Who's to say, um, you know, how to get to Mars in seconds or minutes versus months. But as long as we're going to be spending months in in space, we need to figure out how to create gravity. We need to figure out something to, to because our body, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but you get what I'm saying. Our bodies demand gravity, right? 
too much gravity would be crippling, too little gravity, and our body actually atrophies. And so I, I'm seeking for this balance in my life too, where there is enough resistance that's good and healthy resistance, but isn't like, I just feel like stress to me has the connotation of like, it's just bad, right? Where resistance, I don't think about that as bad so much because I go into the gym and I do resistance training almost on a daily basis. And through that resistance training, I actually get stronger, healthier, you know, more muscle mass, that sort of thing. So how can maybe we think about, uh, how can we put a, a healthy amount of resistance on our shoulders? And I, I mean, not physically, although yes, physically in terms of, you know, exercise, but more emotionally, right? As it relates to our mental health without it crippling us. And so I've talked about in the past, the, the book, um, of course, as I'm thinking of it, I'm totally blanking on the name. Um, Resilience? No. What's it called? Um, oh gosh. <laughs> this is see. This is the issue. When you press record, you get put on the spot. And sometimes when you have a brain fart, you're like, "Ah, oh, well, should I press pause and go back and edit it?" And I, I never do that. I don't. <laughs> if it's if it takes too many, you know, too much work, um, then sometimes I don't want to do it. And th- I like to just let this flow. There's something to be to be said about. Uh, let the podcast be authentic. Um, and so it's not resiliency. I forget. It, anyways, the, the book that the Michael Jordan's trainer wrote about, uh, no, it's not Michael Jordan's trainer. It's Kobe's trainer. Or was it Michael's? Or was it both? See? It's been six months and I'm already blanking. Anyways. Um, but in it, he talks about just the the costs of being the very best. And in my book, I was just writing, uh, which I'm just finishing up here this next week. Hallelujah. Becoming Kings is the name of my book. And I wrote here, um, let me take this little excerpt. And I'm talking about um, kind of the concept of the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. I'm always talking about that. I heard that from Tony Robbins, but to me, it's always stuck that like, yes, that's, that's really it. Because I saw, you know, my father do go heavy on the science of achievement. He achieved much, uh, financially, but then later on in life, he's really had to face his demons, which have prevented him from feeling a sense of fulfillment until recently, until the last 10 years, let's say. Right. So, I don't want to work my ass off to get later on in life and still be unhappy, right? At the same time, though, I don't want to be a starving artist and love what I do and be super fulfilled, but then still be stressed because I don't have any, um, I'm not achieving anything or I'm not, I'm not being able to provide for myself or my family, right? So there's that balance. It's the yin and the yang. It's the two sides of the same coin, right? So as it relates to life, this is kind of what I wrote, the, the simple answer is that there's no straight line. When I hike 14,000-foot peaks here in the backyard of, my, of Colorado, the terrain is so challenging and the incline so great that to go straight up the mountain would, would almost be too difficult, right? But, but life can be that way too. So what have people devised as a solution to hiking extremely steep and difficult mountains? 
is to use switchbacks. And the switchbacks essentially are where you zigzag up a mountain to decrease both the grade of incline and thus the difficulty. Is this the most direct way up? No. A straight line to the top would be the most direct. However, for most, such an aggressive line is reserved only for those trained and fit enough to attempt it. It's a great metaphor for life because truthfully, there is no straight line to achieving our dreams and to finding fulfillment and becoming kings. And so I wanted to, to kind of mention that little excerpt because I feel like this is something I've been thinking through, especially as I've been writing my book, which is, man, for me, becoming kings is not about standing on the top of the mountain by yourself. Being able to look down and say, ha ha, I am the, the most trained and fit person to take the fastest line up the mountain, right? This could be something where I need to shift, but my current perspective is that I do see a lot of men and women who are almost disproportionately driven, uh, especially when it comes to the science of achievement. They're so focused on becoming the very best. And a lot of times, like, don't get me wrong, like, I love watching Jordan and Kobe and Tom Brady and a lot of these guys. Tom Brady is one of those dudes that seems to, you never know, right? But it seems to have figured it out in terms of the balance. And when I look at him, I'm like, yeah, this, the dude's a king, right? Like, he's got uh, a, a hugely, he's, he's the GOAT. He's one of the, if not the best quarterbacks of all time, right? still killing it in his late in his early 40s I should say in his late age um he's got uh seems to have a great relationship with his wife uh great relationship with his children and he's just a leader whereas in even when you watch um the documentary the last dance about Jordan um you look at guys just other professionals olympic athletes they do take a straight line to the top, right? Like you, you more or less have to uh, relinquish, let's just say for athletes, gymnasts, right? You have to relinquish your desire to have a normal childhood. You don't really get a childhood. You, you have to be all in if you want to achieve a certain level, especially when it comes to athletics um, at, at a certain age. Otherwise, you're, <laughs> you're graduated just by way of being too old, right? So they achieve the science of achievement, but sometimes they do get the gold medals or they get all the accolades. And then as the lights start to turn down on their time in the limelight, they start to question like, is this it? Like, is this all, all there is? And that's where I would, I would, beg to say that the art of fulfillment hasn't been much of a focal point. It's like win at all costs, be the best at all costs. Otherwise, you're not good enough, right? I beg to differ. My whole point of Becoming Kings, the book, that's why, again, it's plural. Becoming Kings, meaning all of us, men, women becoming queens. It's all about uh, not becoming the king of the mountain by yourself. It's actually about we can only become a king 
by bringing up and reaching down and pulling up other kings. Like, we have to raise the standard of what it is to be virtuous and honorable and respected men in society. Otherwise, the the false kings that are deeply wounded and egotistical and narcissistic are going to continue to, you know, <laughs> leave us uh, in their shadow, let's just say. You know, give us a bad name. And so coming back around full circle to stress, how, how, the question is, how do we, how do you, and I say we, meaning you and me, how do you live a life that's, that's not stress-free per se? Uh, well, let's, let's maybe say, yes, it's stress-free because we no longer use that word stress. Oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, I'm so stressed. Maybe we switch it out for a word like, um, I don't know. I'm feeling a healthy, a healthy level of resistance in my life. <laughs> Who knows, right? I, I like that at least because to me it puts a, a more positive spin on like this is, yeah, this is again very much like being in the gym and this is a health, healthy amount of resistance and I know this is good for me and nor would I want life to be easy. So yes, I fully understand. I'm not saying I want to live a life where I have no desire to to grow and to uh you know to to level up that's not what i'm saying at all you know that's why i'm still in the gym in my early 40s and i'm i'm stronger now than i ever have been in my life like i'm still pushing for growth and i always will i'm just a student of life and i think you probably are too right but again how do we find that balance between letting go of the stress and really dialing in our lives not compared to anyone else, not compared to how we were raised, not compared to how our culture defines happiness and success, but how you want to do it. Because uh, my, my girlfriend and I have been watching um, The Mediterranean Life. It only had like one season, I think, and it's on Hulu. But I don't know. I've just become addicted to it. She's probably, if she listens to this, she's probably laughing right now because it's all I've wanted to watch for the last like two weeks. Because it gives me this, like, it makes me feel I connect with a vision and a life style that is abundant. Where, again, that to me is living a, a life of a king, where I express dominion over all the various kingdoms of my life, right? So I have a kingdom of my health and my relationship with my my significant other and future kids that we have, my business, my spiritual life. I have all these various kingdoms that I want to reign over <clears throat> because I want to, to express dominion. Because only from that place of dominion do I, do I truly get to experience freedom. Does that make sense? <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I want to live a life where there is very little to no stress, but there's there's just tons of happiness and fulfillment and memories being made and 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 good challenges and risks being taken and there's adventure and there's my doorbell <laughs> you know what I mean so i think that's that's where i want to experience life and 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 a vision that i have is experiencing at least a, a year or a couple of months or maybe a couple of years living over in europe in maybe along the coast of portugal spain 
along the Mediterranean, southern France, Italy, Croatia, Malta. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing my research. So, but what is it for you? Like, what is that vision? And is it all about going from the bottom to the top as quickly as you can? Because if you go straight up a mountain, you might not actually get up there. You might injure yourself. Like, the cost might be too high. And that's what I'm saying. There might, there might be people who are fit enough and just have it within them, for better or for worse, who are trained, let's say Tiger Woods, to go from bottom to the top, right? But then what are the costs and are they worth it? Versus are you maybe one to, to go a little bit slower? You use the switchbacks. Maybe you're, you're doing it with other people, hiking up this mountain. You're having great conversations. You're being able to stop and look over your shoulder and look at the view, you take your photos, you get your snacks, you enjoy the journey versus being so hard-pressed for the summit. That's my point. <laughs> okay? Full circle. That's my point. And what does life look like when you have that healthy balance between pushing for the summit while still enjoying the present moment? I don't know. It gets me thinking. And that's that's just my, my daily roomings. Roomings? Rum, uh, yeah. I don't. I forget what the word is. You feel me? Yep. No. Uh, no high production here of uh, editing out all my goofs. But uh, anyways, I appreciate you listening as always. Uh, until we talk again, make it an amazing day. Take care. And I want to thank you so much for listening to the Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.